Let's do this. I'm ready. Humana, humana, humana. Humana, humana, humana. Welcome, everybody, to the Ville House Podcast. I am your host, Cruz Robbie Villanueva, alongside my beautiful co-host, Holly Nicole Villanueva. What's up, babe? Hello. Jesus Christ. What happened? Why are you so loud? Why are you so loud? <laughs> you I was sounded, just saying hello. You sounded very excited. It's probably because you, you've got your drink. I am very excited. We're on time this week. I already did my homework. It's almost time for bed. There's <laughs> like three checks. Done. Time, Ready homework, for, for work tomorrow as anxiety builds on a Sunday. Uh, yeah, tomorrow's pretty. Tomorrow's going to be a hot mess express. I mean, after the award ceremony tomorrow, I think it'll hash itself out. But yeah. from like now until approximately 9 a.m., I'm a nervous wreck. <laughs> uh, yeah, I was feeling like, like you last week. That was bananas. Yes. Uh, I, I briefed a congressman representative I know. for all of like two minutes. Whatever. It was like sweating bullets and PF Luger. No, not him. Oh no, it's somebody else. Actually, yeah. I don't know. I didn't even pay attention to names. I was just like, "Hey, I'm what's up?" I'm pretty sure he was part of the party. Oh yeah, it c- he could have been. Anyways, yeah. um, for those of you keeping track, we're off seventy-five hard. <laughs> uh, we're I feel- on a pseudo seventy-five. We're not doing seventy-five hard. We're doing. Something different. Oh, man. It was, uh, like, when we started, it was nice. Like, okay, get back on track and 75 hard, and we know how the results are. And then it's like, fuck, man. Do you, like, I want an ice cream, or I want to go to the movies and enjoy some popcorn. I don't think that was it for me as much as, like, um, when we did 75, and this is just an excuse. Like, let me forefront by this is an excuse yes. but um andy frasilla is going to be pissed off at us last time Bunch that we pussies. did 75 hard i was not in school and i had a different job as did you um mm-hmm. so didn't the, have as much responsibility not as much responsibility um and we had more fluid hours in the day i would say um so now just combine the stress levels with not getting off work where we used to get off work at between four and four thirty. Now we're not getting home until between five and six, sometimes later, and then still doing homework, still doing all the other responsibilities of life and trying to do seventy five hard. Um I was no joke, like I don't wanna say like my body just couldn't withstand it, but I felt terrible like there was no high for me like when we started 75 hard last time Mm -hmm. maybe like the first day was good but after that um there was no like thriving like my body was hurting I wasn't sleeping when I was sleeping I was like too nervous that I wasn't gonna wake up in the morning to work out so I was like in this in-between sleep state um but long story short on top of all my antics of excuses on why I'm not doing 75 hard um we're going to do all the requirements of 75 hard Monday through Friday and then actually rest on the weekends because our body needs that time to reset. Yeah. Andy Frasilla would call call us little bitches because he would say no deviation. Um, but, yeah, I don't know. It's Doing it a second time would be rough. Um, like, I want to. I just think um, – like, there is no good time, but there are better times. And I don't think right now, like, we could do it, but I don't think we would enjoy it or get what we wanted out of it because we're forcing ourselves to do it rather than doing it because it's what we want. Well, that's how I feel anyway. As yeah, long as well, we're, like, I eating mean, healthy and working out, I think, like, we're going to be all right. Yeah, as long as uh, – so this goes into, like – how basically how you should live life like more good than bad right like yeah go indulge in whatever sweet cake whatever you want every once in a while it's just it shouldn't be more than the good stuff that you eat yeah um and i don't know to me like 75 hard to do it again although it's cool 
uh yeah it just it got overwhelming quick um but my thing is like we've already done it once so it's kind of like proven to yourself that you've already done it now you just want to like get in your own groove yeah right because doing 75 hard Andy Frasilla says he does it all like he's been doing it for a year straight or some sh- I don't know it was something crazy and it's like fuck that's rough but um like for most people it's not sustainable yeah but like I think for him his life his schedule is built around 75 hard by trying to fit 75 hard into your schedule well and i think there's a big difference for that about that like it's not like he's a super busy guy that he just forced himself to make that time yeah well i mean like yeah i think it's uh i don't know like i don't know the guy i don't know what his schedule looks like i know he's super busy ceo and all these things but i think like his like he has enough control over his life to be like for the next 45 minutes i'm going to work out and like that's just that. <laughs> like, I really can't tell my boss, like, hey, guy, I'm going to work out for the next 45 minutes. Like, see you afterwards. You know, like, that's not a choice I have. Yeah. Um, But, or if you're just like, if your body is just completely done. So we did, like, we worked out twice a day, every day for five days. Um, On top of, like, long work hours, we were following the diet, we were reading, we were doing all the things that are in 75 hard. Um, And... I think it was like Thursday. We, me and one of my coworkers, we had to clean out this storage closet because we got yelled at by the fire marshal. There was like something that was too close <laughs> to the sprinkler. Yeah. So we literally had to take that whole closet out and clean it. Um, and I physically couldn't lift things that like, I know I physically can lift. Um, like boxes of just like nonsense. It probably weighed like 15 pounds. And like, I tried to lift it and I was struggling. Um, and I kept getting like Charlie horses in my like in my thighs and so I had to like stop because I could feel like the knot forming in my muscles and I was still drinking a gallon of water so I wasn't like dehydrated or anything it was just I think it was too much too fast um and like with very little recovery time in the sleep window that I had yeah the sleep is what was killing me um well actually doing the second workout and then uh still getting the same amount of sleep yeah. so hold on okay we're back Kids. Uh, quick kid interruption <laughs> so you're saying uh, sleep yeah sleep was kicking my ass like uh because i got back in the habit of waking up at four in the morning and doing a workout and reading and stuff uh, on my own but then adding the second workout it's a it's a huge difference and changing up the diet to strictly follow the diet we were on and uh and doing the second workout, it it was tough on me. Like, yeah, I don't, like, for me, the diet isn't difficult. Like, I mean, there are things that I want. Like, I want a dang nothing bunt cake, right? <laughs> like, I want um, whatever they, I want tacos one night, you know? Like, there are things I want, but it's easy for me to be like, hey, no, like, that doesn't fall with, like, I'm pretty rigid when I set stuff. So, I'm like, okay. This is how many calories I'm going to have today. What can fit in that calories? And when I top out the calories, that's it. Like nothing else that day. Um, and I think that's not hard for me to follow. But the lack of sleep and the the taking the extra time to work out was... Because I mean, what we meal prep last Sunday at like 9 o'clock at night. Because I forgot that I was supposed to meal prep. So we meal prep super late at night. Um, got it done. Finished it. And then... Um, Hold on. Like, all right, kid in, kid interruption number two. <laughs> yeah, so um, I just, I don't think like the meal prepping and the diet's hard for me, but definitely um, like finding, finding time when our time is so pressed already is, is difficult. Yeah, no, I think we could have done it just fine with, I, I, it was, it would have been a struggle, but I think it was like last time because last time we were like super strapped for time also, um, I don't think as much as we are now, though. Yeah, there's a lot more responsibility now. Yeah. Um, but I don't know. I just, yeah, as I was going through it, I was like, man, I can I can do this stuff on, on my own without being in the confines of, of like, the rules of 75 hard. Yeah. Like, one, one of the biggest things is, like, reading. Like, you have to read 10 pages of a personal development book, 
I'm reading like three different books right now. Yeah. And you feel like Kay's like, oh man, I have to read this personal development book, but I really want to read this other book. And I I don't know. I, like it, it gives you that unnecessary anxiety. At least for me, it does. Like that unnecessary uh, anxiety of just like reading something. And then it goes back to, man, well, this is not really what I want to read, but I have to read it. And it takes away from like your reading experience or enjoyment or whatever. Yeah. So there were nights when I would be reading and I would literally be like hanging on by a thread to read my 10 pages. Like, yeah. and so I would be falling asleep and reading, you know, and then I'd pick the book up the next day and I'd be like, what the hell did I read last night? <laughs> you know, like I read 10 pages physically. Yeah. yeah but did I that. garner anything from them? Was I using them to like help myself to self-improve? No, I was literally checking a box and I was just tired. Um, and so, I mean, I would be like counting, like how many pages left until I hit 10 pages, not like just reading for enjoyment and being like, okay, have I read 10 pages or whatever? Yeah. Our heart just wasn't in it. I mean, after doing 75 hard phase one and phase two, it's like, and we didn't go through phase three. I think at that mm-hmm. point, um, I didn't even want to go through phase three, yeah. mostly because of the conversations that you had to have with people, which I know one of the things is like to get around that, but I don't yeah, know. I, a- I just didn't want to do it. So we didn't even start phase three, but like we got through phase one and phase two, well, 75 hard phase one, phase two successfully. And net like this time around uh yeah d- at least for me like my heart wasn't in it i was i think dead my heart set. wasn't in it after phase like at phase two yeah like i powered through phase two but like i didn't gain much from it i was just kind of over it yeah um yeah so i think that it made it easier to just stop to quit really like uh, i just want to i want to do my workouts i want to read what i want to read um Like, if I can wake up in the morning and get a good workout in, because there were times when we would, like, get a really good workout in. Like, it'd be solid. And then there'd be, like, 12 minutes left. And I'm like, okay, well, I guess I'm just going to go walk for 12 minutes. Yeah, that's the other. To, like, hit the 45-minute time limit. Yeah, that's the other thing. Like, 45, like, your hell to 45-minute standard. Um, And this is all great. Like, I, 75 hard, I definitely recommend people, like, should do it. Uh, and just like before, like check with your doctor to make sure you're good, right? Um, to cover all the legal stuff. But like, if you're not one that ever works out or doesn't read or rarely drinks water, or any of that stuff, or have never really like challenged yourself before, like mm-hmm. 75 hard is definitely something that you should do yes. and you should try because uh, it will work wonders. And that's kind of what it did for us. And that's why I think uh, over like the past uh year or so like we've been taking on so much i think doing 75 hard and going through that had something to do with it yeah. um but now it's like uh me myself like i just needed a, a kick start i was and i've been doing that prior to starting 75 hard and i my mentality was that's that 75 75 hard again i'll go even faster yeah uh but yeah my heart just wasn't into it and like i just wasn't uh, yeah, I guess that's the best way to put it. My heart wasn't into it, so I was just like, man, fuck it. Like, I'll still continue my workouts, and and we can still follow a diet, which, I mean, I, we weren't following a complete diet and still, nah, I wouldn't even say we were following a diet. I think that's uh, doing a second workout and following a diet were, like, the biggest changes to, like, what we do normally. You uh, You mean, like, last week we weren't following a diet? No, 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 no. Be- before, before starting 75 oh, yeah. hard. Um, I think it's a, yeah, it's just the difference in what you want to do, I guess. But like I I was kind of anxiety riddled from the beginning because in the next 60 days, I'll be traveling for work like three or four times. Yeah. Um. So there's like a lot coming up and I knew I was like already stressed about it. And plus I'm in like my first dissertation prep class, which is like literally just tons and tons of writing and research and so um I just I don't know I'm you got all that nerd shit going on yeah (laughs) and then work (laughs) is just like super hard too and then um I have senior NCO PES coming up it's just there's so much happening right now and 
like for me it just it was a very bad time to do it yeah i don't know i just i wasn't dead set on knocking it out like after starting i was just the first few days i was like okay cool motivated and then after that i started thinking i was like oh man like you were saying all the things that are gonna come up things that we, we might miss out on um like i want to have a piece of cake with when we celebrate something yeah or or anything like that right um and i just started thinking about i was like man this is not worth it like i'll still work out hard i'll still do my reading just because i read anyway and all that shit so oh so segue off of 75 hard how many books have you read in your 100 book challenge i think i'm at 69 uh i can't even remember what podcast that was that we did but we mentioned that we were doing a hundred book challenge, reading a hundred books in a year, and that that counted audio books and yeah. just, just physical any, books. Any books, yeah. Uh, right now I am at sixty nine books for the year. Sixty nine books. the ma- The majority of them are audio books. Yeah. Um, and I, mean, I will say. A good portion of those are books that I have already read in the past. But uh, when I go back and read those books, it's almost like I was reading them for the first time. Because a lot of those books I've only read once before. And you pick up some stuff, you kind of get like the gist, the idea of what the book is. Mm -hmm. Or you might pick up a nugget or two from it. But the rest of it, you don't really remember or don't remember quite as well. Um and it's kind of like reading again. Like we just went to go watch the movie where the crawdads sing, and uh, which is a really good movie, by the way. And it's an even better book. So I went back to read the book. Well, listen to the book on audio, uh, on the audio book. And there was like, I remember the gist of the story, but there was a bunch of detail in there that I just didn't remember. And uh, I don't know what it was, but it's like, for those of you that read it, it's have read it. Uh, it can get emotional and it was like uh the movie tugs at your heartstrings yeah it it was tugging at my heartstrings pretty bad like because uh, the beginning of the book is just like oh man like poor this poor i don't want to spoil anything so i was like just this poor person like man this sucks you can kind of it's about a girl so like in the parts when she's young i would picture the girls in her there in her position yeah. i'm like man th- there's no way there's no fucking way yeah uh but yeah so that's like one of them there's a bunch of personal development books that i've been reading again and i don't know uh, how m- most people are but i know for me when i read a book like i'm lucky if i can as long as i get one thing from that book i'm satisfied but i you know, 5% of the book, I'll say, and that's just a guesstimate. It's probably less than that of the information that I'll retain from any book that I read on personal development, right? But I go into a book knowing this, like, as long as I can pull one thing from this book and apply it, it's a win. Yeah. And even though it took a week, a month, a year to read that book, like, that's what I took from it. That's all. That's all that's needed. And... I know some people, it's happened to me in the past. They they asked me about a book and I'm like, oh, fuck it. You know what? I don't remember. I don't really know. And they're like, well, did you even read the book? It's like, yes, asshole. I read the book. I just don't remember that fucking specific part or that question that you're asking me about. But yes, I've read the book. Uh, Yeah, I just, I mean, I don't thrive on self-development or self-help books, but I'll occasionally throw one in. Um and I just, I don't really so much, I mean, just by the nature of how my brain works, I do remember like these little nuances out of books that don't make, like I have no business remembering the one little thing that I remember out of these books, right? Um, but I'll just remember like how I felt after reading the book. Like that book was a waste of my time. That was <laughs> really long. It took me forever to get through it. Or like, damn, that was an awesome book. Um, and so that's kind of like when I'm talking to people about books, I'm like, Hey, I read this book a long time ago, but I just remember like really loving that book. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, so I'm on like 77 
well, I just finished 77, so I'm on book 78. But a lot, like, the majority of mine are audiobooks because, um, so I was spending, like, some inornate amount of money on audiobooks monthly. <laughs> um, so I had a membership, and then I was still buying credits to Audible to buy audiobooks. But um, I found, I think, one of our coworkers when we were in Orlando last year told us about it, this app called Overdrive. And basically, you just go to a library, get a library card, and you put the library card into this app, and you can put as many library cards as you want. So, like, any library you've ever visited and got a library card at, you can put into this app, and you have access to all of their ebooks, all their audiobooks. Um, and so, it's just so free. It's like a public library online. Yeah. Um, and I've listened to a lot of audiobooks, but it is kind of annoying because there'll be a book I want to listen to, and then it's like a hold. You have to wait until somebody gets done reading it before you can get it. Like, damn, you can go buy it. <laughs> but yeah, it like opens up a whole new world. Like, it's yeah. any book that they have is available to you basically for free because there's no charge for the app. So, like, for the military, um, like, if you get a library card at any DOD facility, like any library on any DOD facility, you can put it into Overdrive and it gives you like DOD libraries across the globe. Yeah. So, literally, if any library on any base post fort whatever across the globe has that book you can get it so instead of like where i'm in the san angelo library and it'll be like we have two copies if you go into like the military one it'll be like 67 copies across this many different places that you have access to so they're very there are rarely holds on that i just haven't i haven't gone to the library to get a library card yeah i had one on lackland i don't know what happened to it but I think I got one here. I just don't remember what I did with the card. Yeah. I, I know I had one on Lackland for sure. So. Uh, I had one at Herbert Field as well. Yeah. So, I don't know. But, yeah, if you, if you don't have Overdrive, Do get it. it and get a, a library card. Like, it opens you up to thousands of books for free. Especially if, like, uh, money is one of the reasons that you haven't been, like, reading or listening to audio books. Because they, yeah. they get expensive. Like, it's Super not cheap. expensive. Like Audible is fucking awesome, um, but it, it does get expensive. It's like, forty bucks for three credits, so for three books, forty dollars a month. But I only pay the minimum, so I pay. I think it's like sixteen, seventeen bucks. But you get one credit per month. That's yeah. That's for what the I get. membership, so one free book a month, and then you can purchase whatever books or as it's many not free. credits. You're paying nineteen dollars for a book. Well, yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah, and uh, but. And then every once in a while they'll have sales, get like three credits for 20 bucks or something like that. Something yeah. crazy. Uh, but they also have like a lot of included uh, books for free. Yeah. Uh, it's not going to be the new books, but it there's a lot of awesome books on there. But yeah, you can easily spend a lot of money on there. So to get away from that, get Overdrive and get the free books. But like for sure, just like think of it like a library, right? So there are going to be books that you want that you that the library doesn't have. Um, but the good thing about Overdrive is you can recommend. So like, let's say we look up a book, like I've been wanting to read um, The Tattooist of Auschwitz, but yeah. it's um, it's not available in the library that I have on audiobooks. So I've recommended it. So the library will get that recommendation. They'll be able to review it and like make a decision whether they're going to purchase that audiobook or not. And add it to their and se then, selection. And then it tells you like, hey, this library approved or denied your recommendation um i haven't got an answer back on that one but i really want to read it so that's probably one that i'll go to audible and actually pay for yeah i didn't even know you can do that lesson learned you just got it today so you <laughs> yeah. yeah i already started listening to it. i started listening to uh capital gains yeah is it good yeah so is chip far. gains the one who reads it yeah chip gains is reading it um right it's capital gains Oh no no no, no pain, not cap no not capital gains. It's his other one. No pain, no gains yeah. is the one that I'm reading. Uh, but it's really good. I I just like the dude in general, and uh, he's yeah. funny. Yeah, he's he's an awesome guy. Uh, mm -hmm. If there's anybody I could sit down and have a beer with, it would be him. Yeah. Thinking about it, because that question comes up a lot, and I'm always like, oh, I don't know. That there's a lot of people. Him yeah. definitely for sure. Um, yeah. Also, like with the overdrive stuff, they have magazines and yeah. ebooks so like if newspapers. you don't want to listen to a book yeah yeah they have newspapers as well you can do all that shit it's all for free homie mm -hmm. get yourself learned i'm trying yeah 
Um, I don't don't know where we were going from there. I know. We were just rambling. Yeah. I was going to talk about something and I I completely forgot what we got on our our reading kick. But 69 books in, um, our friend, uh, who she still, she, uh, she's supposed to be on the podcast. So she'll probably be the next one. I'm going to ask her like, Hey, you want to be on the podcast now? Uh, She had said yes a long time ago, but Mm -hmm. she's read like close to 300 books already this year. Oh, yeah. She reads, like, crazy amounts of books. Yeah. She's a writer, too, so. Yeah. Uh, she recently, like, got some of her work, not a book, but some of her writings published. Oh, wow, really? Yeah. That's awesome. I just, I don't know. I just, I enjoy reading, but, like, when I'm reading, I want to, um, like, get lost in a book. I don't want to, like, learn. <laughs> I just want to go in and, like... Like, get lost in someone else's story. Because there are times when, like, I'll read a series and the series will be over. And then my mind will just drift to, like, the characters. And I'll be like, oh, shit, that series is over. Shut it down, Holly. Like, there's no more there. Yeah. Um, So, I don't know. It's a... Yes. I guess you read purely for enjoyment. I do. And uh, I read for, like, both. Just because, like, discovering personal... Uh, development or self-help books and whatever you want to call them just like did a lot for me so even the dry ones I'll, I'll like push through and get them just uh, push through them and finish them just knowing that I'll get something out of it even if it's just one thing yeah. that's it but also love to read just for the enjoyment of it so like a lot I read a lot of the fiction books uh, like the Hunger Games series I'm reading a Hunger Games book now uh, purely just because I enjoyed it yeah. um but I don't know. There's some there's some fiction books. There's lessons to be learned from them too. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It just depends. Um, if you guys want to go see a good movie, where the crowd had seen was an awesome movie, and it stuck like relatively true to the book, which I was surprised by. Yeah, for the most part. Yeah. For the most part, it did, which was really good. Uh, I just like m- most adaptations of books. It's hard to stick true to the book. Because you can only, you have a limited time, two hours, right? Yeah. And then to put that much detail into a movie as it is in the book, it's kind of hard. Yeah, for sure. It's definitely not an easy, um, an easy feat. But typically there are, like, when I read books and I know that a movie's going to be made, I will, like, hone in on, like, the small details and stuff just to see if they capture it in the movie. Yeah. Um, And there are movies I've been, like, straight up like wildly disappointed and 50 shades of gray was terrible movie um hunger games was eh, not great movies uh, hunger games was, the was divergent, a good movie. not compared to the book no the not, divergent series was yeah. like rare you know like these are just they were adapted into movies and they just missed the mark they missed my mark shall yeah. i say um but this one it was there are small things like i was like man this wasn't in there anywhere and it was talked about a lot in the book and um, but it was either way. It was uh, a good, a good time. So, so movie adaptations. So I started reading uh, World War Z again. Like one of my top favorite books of all time. Terrible. It is. It's an amazing book, and it's like I was talking about earlier. When you go back and read it, I listened to it. I got on 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 Audible. Um, yeah. But there's so much that. Uh, not that you miss, but you don't remember when the first time you read it yeah. that comes back. And like, there was some stuff on there that I remembered wrong and I was like, Oh shit, that's what really happened. Or you'll like, I heard some of the stories in there um, because the way it's written, it's written like this dude is going around the world interviewing different people and their experience, <coughs> well, excuse me. And their experience With in COVID. world war, <laughs> world war Z, <laughs> which is a zombie apocalypse. Uh, but they are coming out of it. Just like we're coming out of COVID. And it was weird to see like some of the similarities of like how people reacted when it started kicking off to how people were reacting to COVID. Yeah. So it's like, oh shit, that was kind of similar. Um, so yeah. that was crazy on its own. But yeah, there was a lot of, I like got into it again. It's, it was just like awesome. I was like, I still got that same feeling that I saw. Okay, hold on. Time out. The dogs are like being overdramatic. Put your clothes away. <laughs> okay <laughs> got that on the podcast uh all right we're back from interruption number three we'll get there eventually 
your mic is up. We'll get there eventually. There you go. <laughs> All right. Uh, yeah, I was talking about World War Z. So the book is amazing. One of my top five, oh, top favorite books. I think I have it in my top five. I should. And uh, I'd like I I got the same excitement out of it uh, when I listened to it. The first time I read the book, the second time I listened to audio, just or I finished it today, and uh, it was just as exciting. I was like, "Oh shit!" I was all wrapped up into it, and uh, but the fucking movie, it was like the worst adaptation of a book ever because it didn't. I thought you liked the movie. I mean, I I liked the movie just as a zombie movie, but to like a movie adaptation, it just it sucked it. It didn't hold true to to the book whatsoever. Uh, I, I kind of wish they filmed the movie the way the book was written. It was like this guy going uh, country to country post-World War Z and then uh, interviewing these people. And then they kind of like did. Uh, like what those people back, remember. Yeah. yeah. All right. Like this is what happened 10 years ago. And then they show the scenes. Um, yeah. I just... Like, one thing I cannot get behind is zombie movies or shows. Like, I just... Because you don't think it's real. It's not that I don't think it's real. Like, I do think there are viruses out there that could, like, take over and really alter the way people, like, think and act and things like that. But I just... I just find the concept of zombies in themselves so annoying. Like, it's... People have, like... Everybody has their own... Like twist on it, like they're really small, they're really slow, or they have no idea what's going on around them. But they also like anytime there's a noise, they can like direction find this noise. I don't know. I just think the concept of it's stupid. And so, um, all these movies and shows that come out that you just love, like World War Z, The Walking Dead, uh, all these things, I'm like, this is just. I just can't get behind it. So whenever you want to watch World War Z, I think I watched it with you, and I was like, "Oh my god, this is terrible." Yeah. Um, but I never read the book, and it's just to each their own. Like you watched every episode of The Walking Dead for like the history of the show. Yeah. And I just thought it was terrible. <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean, I would watch it with you if it was on. In theory, like I'd be on my phone or something while it was playing in the background, but I just. Uh, yeah, it started getting bad after a while because it just became repetitive, which is. In my opinion, and I think I would imagine what they're thinking as well, is that over time, the threat is no longer the zombies. It's other people, other yeah. fucking people. Like, that will that becomes the threat. And, uh, like, I agree. I think if there was a zombie apocalypse, you would deal. The immediate threat is, like, the zombies, right? And then, But after a while, like, if you want to survive long term, it's going to be other people that you're either going to have to fight kill evade conquer whatever it is yeah form alliances whatever uh because people are gonna go batshit crazy i mean it's all about survivability like and i get that but like the walking dead's been on for what like 10 seasons like wrap that shit up (laughs) like we're back to normal life at this point press (laughs) yeah well i mean if you think about it you could keep that show going on forever and if people are going to keep on watching it and, like, they're making money, like, why yeah. not just keep it going? Um, but, I but, mean, I feel like on certain shows you want to go out while they're on top, you know? Yeah. It, it's past its prime for me. Yes. And, yeah, they hit their peak a few years ago. Uh, but they just they keep on dragging it out. and w- People keep on watching. And I think most people keep on watching because they want to see – what leads up to the conclusion they're committed like they're, yeah. they've spent so much of their life dedicated to that show like they can't let it go before the end yeah you know what it reminds me of it reminds me of and this is like totally going off zombies but it reminds me of shows like reality shows that have been on for our literal entire lives that people still watch like the other day on the radio they were like big brother season 27's coming out oh shit i was like 27 years of people being pushed in a house together or 25, whatever the season is, okay? It's, like, in the 20s for sure. Um, of all these random people being put in a house together to live and, like, seeing who can stay there the longest with whatever twists and turns they have. I remember being a kid in, like, middle school and watching the show with my parents. And I, I thought it was cool then. I'm damn near 33 and that shit's still going. I don't even know what that show is. So, it's it's literally that. It's just a house 
and they put so many people in this house from like all different walks of life and you're pretty much pitted against each other all the time but the entire house has cameras everywhere like you can't go anywhere where you're not being watched and listened to so like literally big brother is like over you all the time watching you yeah and so you have to there are people who get and i don't even remember what it's called because that's how many years it's been since i watched it but you get like oh head of household is what it's called so you get voted in you're like head of household and you're safe that week you can't be voted out but you're like in charge of the house or whatever um and there's all these rules and like stipulations but there's always some random twist that people wait on so like one year it was couples that got put in. So couples went into Big Brother house and they were all there. And then the twist was all of their exes got put into the house. <laughs> so Sounds like Hunger Games. One person's ex got like put in and that was the twist. So they were the extra guests in the house. Um, and then you have to see these couples like try to stay couples while their ex is like living there with them. <laughs> and it was a whole shit show. And so like everybody's pitted against each other, right? But like, how are these shows still on? How are they still thriving? You know, like I th- I think like uh reality shows and game shows, I think those are easy to fucking like carry on for years on end. I mean, look at American 30 uh, years though, like 25 30 years. That's a long fucking time. Look at Wheel of Fortune and The Price is Right and Family yeah, but Feud. Every time those shows, there are new contestants, new things, right? Like Family Feud, for example, new questions. Like, you're never going to see a question well, on Family Feud. that's what I'm Feud. saying. Like, uh, but, like, Big Brother, the premise is the same. Some people are getting put in a house. But it's, it's different people. It's uh, different contestants. Yeah. It's, I that's guess, why I, I think know. reality shows are easier to, well, I'm not saying it's easy, but it's easier to carry on than what, uh, like, uh, just regular shows that you have to script out, yeah. like a sitcom or a, a drama show or whatever. Like you don't, you don't, you don't have, well, I don't know if they have writers or not, but you don't have writers trying to make a new episode every week for years on end. This one's kind of just like maybe a different theme. Like they'll find a different house. They'll find a different twist. But other than that, it's pretty much letting these fools go and act an ass. Yeah, I guess that's true. So it's, it's season 24. This one is. And so it says, hold on, I want to read. Like American Idol's going for 20 years now? Yeah. It's the same thing every fucking season. It's just you have different characters. Yeah, so I saw this thing. Um, do you know who Maren Morris is? No. She's a country singer. She sings like My Church. I don't know. She sings like a couple of songs. Um, and She sings a lot of songs, not a couple. She has like multiple albums. She's like got all these awards. And she's like, my mom, or she posted this thing on Instagram that was like, hey, my mom was cleaning out um, my closet and found my American Idol certificate, like when she went on American Idol in 2007. And she she was like, I didn't even sing for 10 seconds. And they were like, you're not it for us. And she's like, so she was pretty much talking shit to them. Like, so fuck so here I am. Idol. Yeah. <laughs> I, it is but, crazy. Like, you know how many fucking really talented people show up on American Idol and just, you know, give up because those fucking assholes are like, hey, sorry, you are you suck. Or yeah. you're not really that good. You'll never make it. And see ya. I've been on this tangent about Big Brother right now. I'm looking it up on Google. So it says, Big Brother follows a group of 16 people living together in a house outfitted with 94 HD cameras and 113 microphones recording their every move 24 hours a day. Each week, someone will be voted out of the house. The last remaining house guest receives the grand total of seventy five, seven hundred fifty thousand dollars. Seven hundred fifty. Yikes! Yeah. Well, it's like the show alone. Oh man, I love that show. I know, but, like you watch it. I just God, it stresses me out. Uh, look, it's very slow pace, but you just you just want to know like uh, who's gonna make it or how long can they last or like what creative shit are they gonna come up with next? If, if y'all don't know the show alone. It's basically they get ten people survivalist. Usually they're they're supposed to be expert survivalists, and they drop them off in the middle of nowhere, like these isolated areas. This last one was like uh, what's that? The Arctic tundra no, in uh, Canada. Yeah, what's it called though? BC, Br- British, British Columbia, British Columbia, and they just dropped them off, and then I think the longest they lasted 
or the person that lasted the longest was 75 days, 75 days something like that. Yeah, so basically they're like dropped off with a sat phone and a camera and they're like record all your shit and like don't die. <laughs> yeah, and it it's crazy because so yeah, they're given they're given all the camera equipment and they're they're allotted 10 pieces of equipment themselves that they can take with them. The camera equipment doesn't count against their their 10 items, but like usually they'll take a saw, sleeping bag, tarp, rope, uh and like other random shit. So you- nothing is given to them from the show. I thought like the tarp uh, there were certain things that were given to them from the show, like I, the tarp, the rope. I don't... Th- so, like, the rope, like, that dude that was stringing up the, the meat, like, that was yeah. given to him. That didn't count against him because it's, like, they said... Or, like, the bear spray. They yeah. said, this is stuff to protect you from from bears, from the predators, so this is not going to count against your 10 items because every contestant gets it, yeah. right? And that's just basically to keep them safe from the, the fucking Better grizzly bears. Fucking whistle. Yeah. So, like, this one, they gave them... They gave them the the bangers that made loud noises to scare away bears, the bear spray, and then some rope to string up their food. It, yeah, if they, if they shot a deer or whatever, they can string it up high in the tree so the bear, bears don't get it. Uh, but that bears count- can't fucking climb trees. <laughs> yeah, but they can't go to like the small branches because they'll fucking yeah. break them. Um, but yeah, they're, they're they're given ten items. They're like, hey, pick ten items you want to take with you. Uh, and then that's that's what you got to survive out there. Like some people will take their bows and arrows, their bow and arrows, which counts against their ten items. Some people don't. They're like, yeah, I, I know there's not going to be that many deer. I won't be able to get close enough to fucking shoot it, or I'm just not good with the bow and arrow, so I'm gonna depend on fishing and trapping. But you know the thing that annoys me with that show is like, and granted, I don't think it's wrong, or I do think it's a hundred percent wrong to like break the law. Like I want to make that very clear. Like you should not break the law. You should follow yeah. the laws of the land. But I think it's stupid when they're on these shows and they're literally by themselves that it's like you have to follow hunting and fishing regulations. Yeah. Like motherfucker, if I was alone in the wild on day fifty, I wouldn't give a fuck what it said about shooting a squirrel. That motherfucker gonna be dead, and I'm gonna eat it. Yeah, yeah. Um, that, that's, but, I thought that was stupid. I don't know, because there are people who are literally starving out there because it's not like the right day where they switch seasons where they can hunt fish or whatever. Yeah, that's. Uh, I thought that was a little dumb. I, mean, I get it that you have to follow the the laws or whatever, but... They should get like a pass for the show, though. Yeah, like in a real survival situation, you don't give a fuck. You're going to kill whatever and fish. Like the like, consequences be damned. Like this one, they couldn't fish with a gill net. I guess it's just a net that you string and fish get stuck in there when they swim by. They couldn't fish with that until 45 days in to yeah. to be in there. Um, and then other ones, like you couldn't hunt squirrel. So dudes were looking at squirrels like, oh, you motherfuckers, I hate you. Uh, you couldn't shoot bears. So uh, I would imagine if it was defensive, you could shoot the bear. But yeah. you definitely couldn't hunt a bear. So, But it, if all you have is a bow and arrow, I don't know if... Yeah, I don't think you could take a bear down with a bow and arrow, but I don't know. It's just, if you guys go back to one of our podcasts where we had Doug McNeese on and he was talking about like the encounter he had with a bear. He killed a grizzly bear. It's funny to see like this show where these bears come around because it's literally the same shit that he's talking <laughs> yeah. about where you're like, hey bear, get out of here. Go on bear. Yeah. <laughs> like, why are you talking to a bear like it can understand you? Like that motherfucker is about to kill you Stop making friends. <laughs> yeah, because we didn't know that. Because that was part of the story. He's like, I saw the bear. And I was like, hey, bear. Hey, bear. I was like, why the <laughs> fuck are you saying hey, bear? It's like, they don't know they're called a bear. <laughs> yeah. But I guess most bears, um, whenever they realize that some somebody else or... A are, different species are, are, yeah, the area. They'll, they'll shy away yeah. and they'll, they'll run away or whatever. It's just when they get into protective mode or if they're really, really hungry, which is going closer into the winter... Um, that they'll they'll attack. That's crazy. So, so yeah, but I mean, this alone show, like, this is a show you could keep going for seasons on end. Right now, I oh, think I'm it's, already like, over it. it's like season eight, season nine, or something like that. But it could keep on going because all they have to change is the setting and the people that are competing. Let me tell you what I care about. Like, right in the first like seven days when they're building their structures, like yeah. where they're gonna live, I am all in. And once their cabins are built or their house or their tent or whatever they have, I'm fucking over it. Yeah. I just want to see, like, how ingenuitive you are, like, just being out in the wild. Because some people know shit build, like, houses with doors and 
like chimneys with fireplaces and all this stuff. Um, And it's crazy to me that people can build this just out in the wild with nothing except a saw. Yeah. Right? Like um, the person who had like the stone fireplace that was like packed with moss and the walls that were like insulated. It was a no joke house out there. Yeah. Um, And to me, that's crazy. But after that, I'm like, yeah, you like walking out and doing like going to explore nature don't care no well i mean yeah (laughs) and you can only imagine like the shit they're doing what's not uh what they're showing out here what they're editing out right just like hours on end of just nothing um but like the creative shit that these guys come up with like you definitely have to know quite a bit about the land and what you can eat to survive out there because like one guy survived weeks just eating fucking plants and some kind of rare onion that grows and and fucking berries. Yeah, or like the one guy who was like, oh, I can eat tree bark, and then he couldn't shit for like a month, and yeah. he had to pull out because he couldn't take a dump. Yeah, some people com- <laughs> completely like miscalculate what they can eat. Yeah, that dude being one of them. Another guy ate a fucking rat, and he was like, oh, that's all right, as long as you cook it this way and that way and get rid of the guts, and like you can eat this rat just fine. And he was out the next day because he got... <laughs> fucking food poisoning from the rat Uh, well Uh, the one i don't even remember what so i just like catch glimpses of this show as you're watching it but the one where they killed the animal and it was like full of worms and he's like oh i just took that part out and i was like did you just see the same worms that i saw before you cooked this animal what was it was it oh was it the bird he was like it's just in the guts it's not in it's not anywhere else. And I, I was like, oh my gosh, I was so disgusted that he was eating that. I think it was a bird. Uh, or there was, there was the other one where that girl, like she couldn't fish, but then she was walking down the beach and then some fish were washed up. Yeah. And like the show has notes uh, as you're watching it. And it says, like it gives facts, like this sp- species is known for this, whatever, and edible. And mm-hmm. she washed up or she saw, she saw those fish. They got washed up. She took them back to cook them. And, like, one of the facts was, like, it is highly recommended to not eat fish that are washed up because they're prone to all these diseases and bacteria and shit. Um, but nothing came. Like, she ate that shit do and nothing happened. you know what it made me think of? This is, like, so funny. But do you remember the New Girl episode where they go camping on Thanksgiving? Yeah. <laughs> That's all I could think of. <laughs> when he finds that fish that was, like, two years old. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. It is so fucking horrible. That's all I could horrible. think of when I saw her eating that washed up fish. <laughs> it, it's gross. Uh, it is. It's terrible. So, some of them are eating bugs and shit. And then, like, there was one season where the girl just, like, kept on. She lasted towards the end. She was, I think, lasted the top three, top four. <laughs> but she kept on injuring herself. Like She stayed every, hurt every <laughs> yeah. episode she was hurt. She she cut herself. She'd break something. I, it was nuts. Um, but she lasted a long time. So it, I don't know. It's just cool to see like how these people can survive out there for so long on limited supplies. And one thing they, they mentioned that I like never took into account, uh, like a true survivalist. If you were out there in the middle of nowhere, like these people are getting dropped off right before winter hits and expected to survive, come the up winter. with everything to survive through the winter like other people that are actually living off the land and stuff like you prepare all through the spring and the summer and the fall like you already have a structure you'd have harvested whatever it is that you're harvesting and so them they're just doing in like last minute expected to survive they have like two weeks to do stuff before like a blizzard hits and then they're snowed in yeah because they say like one of the critiques that they get is like uh people did this for years that uh, or like people do this for years and you can barely do it for a few a few or a couple months or whatever how many weeks it is you take like, your ass out there and do it yeah yeah one of them is like good luck if you can even last three days the other thing is like yeah well other people they kind of have a head start right yeah. maybe not the same tools but they are probably they have a longer chance of going through better weather where you can create those kind of tools or uh get those kind of supplies whatever it is yeah i just I don't know. It's one of those shows where, like, the concept of it is interesting, but, like, the newness of it wears off because it's just the same shit. Like, like yes, you're going to have new people on there, but it's kind of one of those things where you're like, oh, I've seen that person. I've seen somebody get a hook stuck in their hand. Yeah. I've seen somebody let a raccoon take all their food. Like, yeah. I've seen all these things. So I don't know. It's just, 
it'll eventually carry itself out. But yeah, I don't know. I I I can see it lasting for quite a while because I the biggest not not the biggest thing, but I'll say like a huge uh. uh a huge point or a huge aspect of it is that everybody that's watching this show, not I would imagine 90% of them are people like me, right? Sitting on the couch enjoying this shit and not really have any experience in the outdoors or survivalists or anything like yeah. that. Like, yeah, I can go out there, start a fire, whatever. <laughs> yeah, with a match and whatever. But, like, I can't do any of the shit that these people are doing. You asked me to build a shelter. Sparking a fire with rocks. <laughs> yeah, you asked me to build a shelter. I'm going to try to like, fucking put some branches together and see how that works. Um, yeah. But yeah, like people know that they can't do this shit. So it's exciting. At least for me, like I know I can't do this shit. Like, and th- so it's exciting to see how they're doing it and how long they, they last. Yeah, but, so in this show, like what one thing we haven't mentioned is like, Every so often, like once a week or once, however often, like the medics come out and check you out. Like, how much weight are you losing? How's your heart? Like, what are your vitals? And so they're making sure that you are sustainable to life. (laughs) And if you lose too much weight or if you're literally your body's in starvation or you're getting hypothermia, medically, they will pull you from the show. Um and that, that's the one thing that I do. I'm like, oh, man, they're doing so good. Like, don't pull them. Don't pull them. Yeah. <laughs> and then it just. Well, so that's one of the things. Like, at a certain point, it just becomes a battle of calories. Yeah. So they're, they're like, huge and, like, oh, I got to save this many calories or I can't ex- expend this many calories while doing this. So I need to figure out what I'm going to do first. Should I build my shelter or should I figure out food source or water source? whatever because of calories and one thing that i've noticed is like some of the people that last longest to the end are some of the bigger people so they like pack on a whole bunch of fat or or whatever and it basically gives them extra calories when they haven't found anything to eat so they pretty much like what they how they call it out starve anybody else so if you're really skinny or slim and that's your body type like it's gonna be a lot harder yeah yeah a lot harder to i mean that's just natural though when you have a high metabolism you need more yeah and when you're not getting that like your body is gonna like shut down quicker yeah so because all it has to go after is like your muscles and that's the shit you need to survive out there yeah so you well, don't some have of the these fat people content. get sickly skinny yeah and, and they're like fuck it like i know but i, I don't want to leave that's nuts yeah i just like some people I, I see this shit they bring out there and it's like one of my 10 items is a picture of my family yeah like i get that like you want your family with you but Bro, you're about to be in the fucking wilderness. That's. Uh, I'm sure there's something else you can replace in the picture of your family. Rem- in your mind, remember for the next two months that your family's with you. But, like, I would not. I don't think one of my items out of my ten would be a picture. Well, that could be, like, that could work for you or against you. Yeah. Uh, it's either a motivator or at a certain point it becomes, like, a. I just, I just want to be home to yeah. my family. Yeah. Like, the very first season I saw, there was a, a seer guy. Uh, so, for you non-military folks seer in the air force stands for survival evasion uh what what is it resist and escape yeah um and it's basically just surviving out in the wilderness after you more so your aircraft goes down and you're trapped behind enemy lines like this is a survival school you go through uh to try to make it back home right and there's a lot more that goes into it but basically that's what it is and this seer guy who teaches this stuff for a living uh, for the air force like he was on the show and he was doing extremely well like he was catching all this fish his shelter looked like a fucking house like it was cut perfectly it had a roof a nice chimney he had a nice fucking bed it was just like what the fuck and uh he ended up going home but he's like I like I'm comfortable. This is not bad. I'm not struggling. It's just I'm bored and I really miss my family. Like what yeah. caught him was like it was his his daughter's birthday and he was like, Yeah, nope, I'm not doing this. <laughs> like I'm I'm going home. Uh he's like, There's nothing to keep me occupied. Like it's just yeah. time going and all that entire just time. Losing time. You're just thinking about your family. Like that's it. Yeah. Like there's nothing to keep me occupied. Like I have my food, I have my shelter. Uh, like basically all the work was already done. Yeah. 
he just needed to continue, but he was like, nah, I'm, I'm done. <laughs> like, I, I need to go home That's to crazy. my family. Yeah, but, I don't know, there's a lot of, a lot of TV out there that is good, but also some, like, it's time to call it a wrap. Yeah. Big brother, call it a wrap. <laughs> uh, what's the, the longest running one, The Simpsons? Or at least one of the longest running ones. But it's 20 plus years. Fucking yeah. insane that it's still going. It just like that show. Um, it's just nothing. Like I don't know. I never became like a Simpsons fan. I never watched it like growing up or anything. But it's like every episode, it's like just some nonsense happening. Then the dad's like at the bar, and then they call it a day. Like okay, cool story. Like do we need to watch this episode every time? It's just all the nonsense that he goes through and his, his jokes. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I used to love that show back then. Did you know that the person who voices the kid is a woman? Yes. I didn't know that. I yes. saw it the other day. Yeah. All right. So longest running shows ever, the Simpsons, 33 years followed directly by South park at 25 years. Yikes. Do you know what the next one is? No. Yes. It's not a cartoon. I don't know. Law and Order, SVU. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's tied with Family Guy. I think Grey's Anatomy's up there now. Grey's Anatomy's at 17 years, but before Grey's Anatomy's is Gunsmoke. I don't even know what that is. I don't know. And then NCIS is 19. It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia is 19. Grey's Anatomy is 17. American Dad is 17. And then ER is 15. Damn. There's other shows on there like Lassie. It's a show that's been on for 17 years. I don't know what that is. No, I think it just ran for 17 years. Okay. You don't it, know what Lassie is? Well, I thought it was a movie. Uh, it was a show. Well, I don't know. It might have been a movie first. Yeah, I like the movie I watch about the dog, but yeah. I never watched the show. <laughs> and then like regular Law and Order falls in there. It's been on for 20 years, but Law and Order SVU is the one that matters. Holy moly. So those are the top 12 longest running TV shows of all time. I mean, if you keep on getting viewers and you're making money, why not, right? But I, there's people out there who are like, oh, man, I can't wait to watch SVU. Imagine you turn on the TV and it's like SVU is no longer on. Ah! Yeah, that, like that's one show that I could always watch when it's on. It's just <laughs> like I know the same shit's going to happen. Like there's going to be a crime. They're going to solve it. What's his name? Ice-T is going to do some like goofy shit. We're going to call it a day. We're going to move on. But it's a show that I could always watch. Like NCIS, like NCIS. Yeah. I I got into NCIS and <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, like NCIS OG is my favorite. Just like NCIS. Yeah. But I also kind of like watch the branch offs, and I like them too. But they're not the same as as Gibbs. They're yeah. So they're NCIS or or like SVU or whatever those kinds of shows that are just running kind of have the same theme. Yeah. I think they're just at this point. I know for me, they're just like comfort shows. Like, yeah, I'm not in it to figure out, like, what's going to happen. I'm just like, eh, you know, I could sit down after a long day and watch a show. You know, people talk about, we, th we like, made this whole podcast about TV shows <laughs> unintentionally. But people say, like, NCIS, like, you can just pick up NCIS in any episode and know what's going on. But you can't. Like, and I don't think people get that. It's like, yes, you can pick it up and be like, okay, there's a crime. They're going to solve it. They're going to find the murder in, like, next episode, right? But there's always, like, these little nuances that are happening, and you have to know, like, the backstory to the show to understand those little nuances. Like, today, we were watching NCIS, and um, one of Tony's ex-flings came on the show, and I was like, oh, she's the one, her dad was a bad guy, yada, yada, yada. And you're like, oh, I don't remember her from any of the prior shows. But, like, without that back knowledge, I wouldn't have known, like, how she fit into the show and why everybody was being weird. So, I just think it's, uh, like, there's a storyline running, but overarching that storyline is there's crimes happening. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I, uh, yeah, they're just comfort shows. I think for, like, a lot of those shows, for most people, it's just like, oh, it's something you can just watch whenever you feel like it. Like, there's, you don't really want to think about or try to pick a movie or a show whatever it's just ncis all right let's just turn that on yeah and then you can that's like the background stuff like the, a background show like if you're just cooking or cleaning or doing whatever but you don't want to pay attention to tv you just want to have it on that's like a show that you put on yeah like i have a lot of shows like that that i just enjoy 
rewatching like New Girl. I watched that show like multiple times. That show's just hilarious. And it's it's like such a good time <laughs> to just sit and watch it. But <laughs> that's like, my you, arm. I need my <laughs> arm. When you were growing up, do you know um like what was a show that you remember just being on the T V a lot when you were growing up? Uh novellas. <laughs> well yeah, the novellas during the but that, those were during the day, so like I would remember them going on uh, on summer breaks and stuff like that. Yeah. But, I mean, The Price is Right was another one. Uh, like, one show I always remember my dad watching, like, always, well, two of them. Um, and they were, I guess, his comfort shows that were always on in our house was House and Scrubs. Hmm. Like, they just played a lot, like, I guess through my teen years. Yeah. And so like growing up whenever, well now like as an adult with my own family, when you're like, Hey, I'm going to watch all the scrubs. All I could think about was like being a teenager in the show, being on the house. Yeah. So I couldn't like take it serious. But uh, house, like I haven't rewatched it since I've been an adult, but I remember like really enjoying it. I mean, show. that's another show that could have gone forever um, if it's not yeah. going anymore. Cause it's, it's the same thing like every week. I think it still plays like it's still, uh, streams on cable or whatever but i don't think it it's fresh episodes anymore I, I don't remember any shows like my parents just watching growing up and i think i just don't think they they watch shows they they would watch movies every once in a while the majority of the time they were just i don't know hanging out like my mom would watch spanish shows but I don't think they were ever like consistent. Like, hey, I'm this is my show. I'm watching this. Yeah. Oh, my mom would watch a lot of Lifetime movies. Oh yeah. Uh, like always yeah. the same one. Yeah. It's Christmas. Find a guy coming home to see his family after a bunch of years. Falls in love. Next. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Uh, Chewy would watch Seinfeld a lot. I remember my, yeah, I remember my parents watching Seinfeld. I just, I find that show super annoying. Friends was another big one. Like, Friends was on Oh, yeah, a, Monica a would watch Friends a lot. Um, but, yeah, just those shows uh, that, like, you, they kind of reflect, like, when I think about them, I just think about. Yeah, they tie you to a, a specific childhood. time yeah. in your life. Yeah. Right. Big Brother was one of the ones like that started this whole conversation. But my stepmom, when it first came on, she was like obsessed with it. So like every like that night when it came on, from like this time to this time, no plans could be had. <laughs> like if there was practice, we weren't going. Like it was Big Brother night, and that was just it. Um, and so now to see that it's still going on, like when I'm an adult and I have my own family, it's like, bro, when I was in school, like my parents wouldn't take us places because it was Big Brother night, and now yeah. we're still doing new seasons of this shit. It's crazy so. that it's still happening. Uh, yeah. All right. I think we can wrap it up there. All right. You guys listen to us rant for <laughs> however it, long. Yeah. The second half of, of the podcast was like TV shows. Holy moly. There's a bunch. Let's watch them all, guys. <laughs> Fill your time. What are your top three TV shows? Right now? Yeah. I would say Stranger Things is one of them. Oh, that's a good one. Um, the one we started watching that there was there should have been more episodes, The Bear. The bear. That was a really good one. Mm -hmm. uh, if you have Hulu, go watch The Bear. Um, this is just like right now, not all time. Yeah, yeah. This is just right now. Like the most recent one, Stranger Things, uh, for sure. Catch up on it. Run up the hill. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Eddie Munson and that fucking, that guitar, that scene was just, it still gives me chills. It's funny. Like sometimes I'll just catch you watching that scene on your phone. Like cut it out. It's fucking <laughs> badass. I, I remember when we were watching it and that scene came on, I was just like. And then when it ended, like my heart was beating really fast. I was Rewind just like, it. Let's do it again. <laughs> this dude is amazing. Like that's that's the kind of scene you want to have in a movie for yourself. Uh, it's just it was he it was hype. Got you all pumped up. You're like fuck yeah. I think part of it for me had to deal with like it was Metallica. So and. Yeah. And me and Eddie listened to a lot of Metallica. He's the one that got me onto Metallica. But we listened to a lot of it growing up. And it's just like, oh, shit, it, you could connect with it. And, yeah, uh, yeah I certainly did. And a, a lot of other people, too, because, like, my fucking feed is just filled with Eddie Munson in that one scene. One of the greatest scenes right. ever. You're going on a tangent. Sorry. Three tops. Okay. So Stranger Things, The Bear. Uh, I don't know. What else have we watched uh, lately? Um, Terminal List. 
Oh, yeah, the terminal list. Holy shit, yeah. The terminal list was awesome. So those top three for sure, like, right now. If you haven't seen them, go, go watch them. Stranger Things, and you could... There's a bunch of episodes to watch Netflix there. Netflix the ter- Stranger Things. Yep. Terminal List is on Amazon. Amazon Prime. Uh, it's based off of the book. The book is fucking amazing. Read the show is badass, too. Yeah. And, uh, oh, man, he does revenge, right? That's <laughs> that's the way you're supposed to do it. Yes. Fuck everything <laughs> and just kill everything. <laughs> like, and... I'm so pumped for the next season. Like, I just want it to be out already. Yeah. This dude, it's like... Don't spoiler alert it. Uh, yeah, I don't know, man. Go watch the show. Yeah, go watch but the show. But all three of those are awesome. They yes. they have been awesome shows that we watched recently. Um, they've been our weekend reprieve from work. Yeah. <laughs> so, all right. Okay. Well, that's all I got. So, peace out, Cub Scouts. All right. Peace out, Cub Scouts. We'll see you all next week. I keep on getting stuck on that. Peace out, Cub Scouts. We'll see you all next week. You said Later. What? (laughs) (laughs) I thought you were letting me close this out today. Oh, no. I was just trying to repeat. Peace out, Cub Scouts. Peace out, Cub Scouts. We'll see you all next week. Later.